a place for B, a place to be, a place with B. B is a full sentence to me. B is also who I am. I invite you to be with me. Here we are. So I have I have a structure of things that I want to start sharing. And I'm delighted that this is happening because there's a lot of stuff that's been going on. And so essentially today I'm just going to start with sharing like some stories about who I am and the things like the things. So all of the things that I've been learning, all the things I've been mastering and the systems that I've kind of been working with, they kind of all fall into two buckets for me. And those buckets are what I call self-discovery and creative embodiment. So that's kind of what I'm going to be talking about. And I'm going to go through all the different modalities and things that I've been learning that I feel have been really life-changing when it comes to when it comes to just like for me personally knowing what feels correct for me in this life in terms of you know who does it feel correct for me to be around to work with uh, what feels really good in my body in terms of where I'm living what I'm doing with my days things like that so yeah I guess I'll just start like with saying things about who I am these sometimes saying things about who I am is tough because I feel like if I just keep talking, then a person will decide for themselves who I am. And I kind of feel like that's more the truth than me saying like, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. And that's also part of the reason why I hesitated even to come onto social media, these particular platforms uh, that are so visually focused, because I feel like when a person shows up visually, there's already so much information that someone else receives by watching that, that may or may not take away from what the what's being delivered you know so with my fascination in neuroscience especially I remember learning about the brain when I was studying neuro in college and just learning about how the different senses work and recognizing the power in each sense on its own and then kind of recognizing how visually we I think as a society the world has become visually dominant and I think this is this is a gross overestimation and maybe exaggeration in some ways and of course I know that there are also folks who have other senses that are dominant and who are not able to see. So there's so many different things, but I guess from my own experience, I feel like I have grown up and my world around me was based off of so much off of what is visual, even like from being in school, just sitting there and having to look at the board and read the book and look at the book and, you know, everything was kind of just like, look at it, take it in and now you've learned it. And um, to be honest, I just don't think that that really was the best for me. It, it was okay. And I feel glad and fortunate that it was okay because there are a number of people who I've come across in my life where that was just like not okay. It was the worst thing ever because they needed to move their bodies. They need to learn with their hands. They needed to be able to hear better, whatever it was. So um, for me, it was fine. But 
for a while there, I just was so turned off by this idea of showing up visually and having people be able to see me because what I wanted, what I want still is just to be heard. I want my words to land on people and the frequency of those words to come into your heart, into your body, into where, you know, to you and for you to receive them and let them land on you in whatever way feels supportive and nourishing to you, right? And I was finding that, you know, maybe some people come in here because they, they see that I'm, you know, on the socials and I don't know, they want to just like see what I'm doing, see what I'm wearing, what I look like. I don't know. Who knows if that's what people really care about. But I was just kind of wondering, you know, like, is that more of a driving factor than someone genuinely being, being interested in what they're hearing? Um, and I think it's a combination of all those things, right? So anyway, this is all of this is to say that showing up on these social media platforms where there's such a huge visual element, it's not really my jam. I'm definitely way more interested and focused on audio. And so I'm moving towards that, but I also recognize that there's incredible people to connect with um, in all these places. And so I'm trying it again in a new way. And that's one of the biggest things that I like, that I care about. So yeah, I redid my website this year. And I think that is something, it's something, first of all, that I'm really proud of. Uh, and it's BiancaPageSmith.com if you want to see it. And what I think it provided me the opportunity to do was to just reevaluate how I want to show up in the world. And also to integrate so much of the experience that I've been having. And I went back as far as I really felt comfortable going back. I have journals from all the way back from, I think it's 2012 or 2013. So I went back through all of those to just reflect on my experience and compile thoughts, compile, um, compile reflections and things of what feels important to me over time and what has been consistent over time. So my website definitely was a really great project and helped me to get even the clarity to be able to start coming back on here and start sharing different topics, which I'll mention in a bit of some of the things that I want to start talking about. Um, and yeah, like, I don't know, I just, I feel like I'm in transition right now, to be honest. I feel like I'm in a huge transition. This is like the first time in my whole entire life that I feel like I don't have a plan. And I think it's okay because in the past, when I've made plans, you know, most of the time they've gone through, but it's not necessarily like it's felt, it's not necessarily like it's provided me any more security or stability in my life than maybe I would have thought previously. So I'm just kind of trying the thing that I haven't done yet. And it's the same thing with coming back on here. This is one of the only things I haven't done yet. I've been wishing and hoping and praying to meet people and share more things in community and, you know, exchange with people and whatever but the one thing that I really haven't done is just come on here and start to talk more about what I've been wanting to share uh, I started a while ago but it just felt like it wasn't right so I'm doing it again now and yeah I don't really have a plan I'm going to Croatia next week and I'm going to hang out there for a while and allow myself to be reminded of the things that I love to do and let those things come into my life and let myself be guided, especially based off of everything that I've been deeply integrating for the past six months. So I feel like that's really all I'm going to say about myself. 
I always tell people that my favorite color is yellow and my favorite day of the week is Sunday. So there's that. And you'll see that or hear that on my website as well, because <laughs> those things feel important to me. And um, I love my family a lot. It hasn't been easy to navigate my relationships with them because I've been driven since I was a child by the unpredictable pulse of the creativity flowing through me. So it's just like, if I look around at all of the people, close people in my life and my family members, I feel that I'm the only one who is making choices that seem outside of the lens of the choices that others are making. But I know that everybody is living their own unique path. And I feel like I know that even more deeply and, you know, and embrace and work to respect that and support other people in that because of how I feel that my own path is like taking steps forward into, um, you know, into something very unknown, kind of just like all the time. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it's important to say that I love my family a lot. And I have a lot of love in my heart. Like I'll be walking down the street and I'll see someone who is just like walking down the street, eating a sandwich or doing whatever they're doing. And honestly, like whatever, I don't know how it is. Maybe it's their energy that lands on me or whatever. I just love them. And I might never, ever see them again. And maybe I only saw them for like 10 seconds in passing, but I love them, you know, and that's the kind of stuff that happens to me. And I love that too, because I just think there's so many people in the world and we all want to be loved. That's how I feel anyway, that love is one of the biggest things that we want to know for ourselves. And I love when I get surprised by that feeling <laughs> with people that I didn't know I was going to love them. And then I did. So anyway, that I think is enough of that. There's two things I wanted to share today. Uh, because this is the foundation of all the things that I'm going to be sharing. And I mentioned it earlier. Basically, I feel like all of the streams that I'm integrating, all of the systems I've been studying are within the lens of these two things. And that's where my current offerings kind of come from. So the first is self-discovery and the second is creative embodiment. And I wrote down definitions for these things because another part of the work that I do with people and within myself is redefining things. And I call it how we define things, which I can talk about another time. But essentially the point is that for me, knowing what a thing means to a person makes a huge difference in terms of how the interaction can be set up. So it goes both ways. It's like, I need to know what something means to me. And then I also need to know what it means to you so that we can see what we share in common and where things differ so that we can respect that and work with that interaction as we move forward. And long story short, I realized as I was, you know, moving into my adulthood, I guess, that I had interpreted and um, I don't think interpreted is the word I meant to say, inherited, that I had inherited definitions of things, of, of, you know, different things about how we move through the world, different words, different concepts, different values that I do not agree with that are not for me. So um, I started redefining stuff for myself. And so I'm going to give the definition of what, what I feel for me personally, self-discovery is, and then also what I feel for me personally, creative embodiment is. So self-discovery to me 
is the, I, I wrote it down as well over here. So that's why I'm looking over here. <laughs> it's on my iPad. Um, Self-discovery is the process of developing the ability to witness myself, expand my awareness and become better aligned to my truth so that I can be fully present in my life no matter what. So that's what it means to me today. And that's the other thing too, that I recognize is like a lot of these concepts that I'm, you know, integrating now into my life and, you know, questioning, say my limiting beliefs, questioning how I feel about myself, whatever it is, I'm recognizing that what, what's framing, what's framing that, what my point of reference is, is something that I learned when I was a child or something that I experienced over and over again through my certain interaction with a certain person, maybe my parent or my sibling or, you know, grandparent or whatever, or something that I witnessed somebody else do over and over again, and they were an influence in my life. And so I took that on as this must be the way that this thing goes. This must be the meaning of this thing. So for me, I recognize that these definitions, like the way we move through the, the world and the way I move through the world with these concepts, it has to be able to flow. It has to be fluid and it has to be able to change. And so maybe a month from now, if I decide to revisit the process of self-discovery and redefine it for myself, the definition might change. And that I think is exciting because it means I'm continuing on the journey, right? It's not stagnant. It's still alive. And so that's my starting point definition, but who knows where it will go. And also it changes as I continue to exchange with people as well, because other people bring their own perspective, their own experience and their own meaning to it. So it's very exciting. And basically, yeah, like self-discovery is, this idea of self-discovery to me is so important because I feel like early on, I kind of just recognized that I was born as a specific human being and that is a special thing and it allowed me to recognize that every single other person in the world is also born that way as a specific human being and that is a very special thing. And so I was always fascinated by like okay what is the what is the right way for me to be here, right? And I don't see it so much as there's a right way and a wrong way anymore, but I think that there are definitely things that I'm learning that feel more correct for me, more aligned, more easeful, more expansive, that make my life journey flow more than other things. And that's what fascinates me about self-discovery because I feel like when you dive into something and you know, like there's so many things that you could use as a tool for self-discovery, but let's just take astrology, for example, because it's the one that I've mastered the most recently. Um, learning about my astrology chart was so mind-blowing for me and what I appreciated about it so much was just this idea that it was based in tradition over thousands of years and it was specific to me so it had this beautiful balance of being universal yet also being very individual and that you know that system diving into that system and seeing the nuances of how things can be interpreted and how it applies to my chart specifically has been life-changing because it allows me then to weed things out right like we're in this world with almost 8 billion people I don't know I think it's maybe 8.1 billion people living in the world at this point and so many different ways you can move through the world so many different truths so many different places to live so many different things to do so many different potential partners potential lovers potential you know relationships potential activities uh vacations whatever foods to eat you know and i know i know that this is not necessarily everybody's experience right but i just ponder about that because it's a potentiality if it exists for one person, it means it's a potentiality for the world in some ways, right? So um, 
there's just so much. There's so much to go through here. And yet as one person, I can only live one path and really I can only make one choice at a time. And so the process of self-discovery is simply just been so life-changing for me in by way of just allowing me to eliminate. It is a structure through which I limit the accessibility or the... Um, it's not the accessibility. It's just, it's structure through which I limit myself and just be able to discern this is for me and this is not for me, right? And, and what I'm recognizing now is that no matter what system I'm in, no matter what system I'm mastering or whatever tool I'm using of self-discovery to support myself, I always have to go back into myself, connect with myself and what I know to be true for me and decide still then, is this correct or is it not correct? So it's been an amazing tool because I just feel like I, I don't know, I feel like ever since I was little, I've been so in awe, so blown away by the world. And I remember like sitting in the car at like six years old being like, okay, like it's really crazy to me that like everywhere, like everybody in the world is, is doing something right now. Like we're all living at the same time right now. <laughs> like that used to, actually just blow me away so I feel that I've gravitated towards tools to support me and that has been a really amazing thing through the lens of self-discovery and the things that I've been using mostly for self-discovery I'm going to say that and then I'll probably put a pause in this and come back next time most of the things I've been using for self-discovery have been things that I can study so like um, neuroscience, yoga, meditation, human design, astrology, and the gene keys. I would say those are what I would term under the lens of self-discovery. I feel I've been talking for a while, so I'm going to leave it here now, but the next time I come back, I'm going to talk about creative embodiment, how I define that, and just kind of what falls under that for me, what it means to me. Um, it's really fun to be here doing this. So yay, we'll see when I come back. And that's all for now. Thank you for being here. Wherever you are in your days and in your lives and in the world, I'm sending you love. Chat soon. Be.